This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all, looking to bring it open. He's got it! Blitzard! Gonna go! Touchdown! Rodgers snaps it quick, scrambles to his right, pumps and runs, and Rodgers is inside the pylon! Allen has time. Intercepted! Sauce Gardner's got it! Breaking away, Garrett Wilson! Wilson, a big play downfield! Allen, tripped up! He could not get past Jermaine Johnson! Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall! He's done it again! Brees Lightning! 62 yards for the touchdown! And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams! What a beast! Number 95 for the Jets! Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it is time to recap day number 19 of New York Jets training camp with our friend who covers the Jets for NJ.com, Mr. Andy Vasquez. Andy, what's up, brother? How much, Scott? How you doing? Last week of training camp. We're almost almost there. Less than three weeks from the start of regular season. Last week of training camp, Andy, and a heck of a lot of news. So let's get right into it before we talk about what happened at the practice. Injury-wise, we've got some news with Joe Tipman, Israel Abanacanda, Lakin Tomlinson, Elijah Vera Tucker, Carl Lawson, Brees Hall. What's going on with all those guys? Yeah, we'll start with the running backs, Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall. They won't be playing in Saturday's game. Uh, Dalvin Cook... Still not practicing, but Brees Hall was in there in team drills a lot today and looked pretty good. Uh, we saw some lateral movement, which we didn't see from him last week. Now, they weren't in pads, so no contact or anything like that, but he seems to be moving quite well, and he's impressed Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers kind of said what he said about Garrett Wilson last week. It's like it's a huge difference between when you know, number 20 is out in the field and when number 20 isn't out on the field. So uh, that that's a promise he can sign with Cook. I think they're going to be easy to man anyway. I wouldn't be alarmed with that. Before I forget, Dwayne Brown was was not at practice today at all, but he was in Houston getting an evaluation from his medical team regarding his surgically repaired shoulder. So I would imagine that's a step to him. Potentially getting cleared for practice this week. Now, he won't play against the Giants, but it would all be in line with him being in line to start week one uh, with, with a similar buildup to last year, but obviously he got hurt before week one last year. I don't think that was related to the man's conditioning. He's in great shape. Uh, it's just kind of a fluky thing that happened. But with a guy who's turning 38 in a couple weeks, you never know. Um, the other injury news, Elijah Vera Tucker and Lakin Tomlinson both returned to practice. Um, you know, as we saw at times during practice, I, th- I saw Vera Tucker a little 
you know, he got knocked to the ground a little slow to get up. Lakin Tomlinson definitely aggravated his injury, his leg injury. We don't know the specifics of the injury, but we know it's just, something's up with his leg, is what Salah said last week. At one point, he went down after seeming to hurt it and then motioned for the training staff, but he stood up, finished the practice. So we'll see if he's in there tomorrow. But the plan right now is for both of them to play on Saturday when Aaron Rodgers takes the field against the Giants. Um, the other injury news, Carl Lawson still not back. Didn't see him working off to the side. I'd start to be a little bit worried about that at this point. Um, they say it's all about getting him ready for week one. We're still too early where there's any like specific red flags about his availability for week one. But if he's not on, on the field doing something in the rehab area next week, and you're two weeks from week one, and that'll be his fourth week out, it, it starts to become a concern. So that's another one to watch. And then good news from the preseason game, especially with Izzy Abanaconda, that looked very bad. Him taking a cart back to the locker room, unable to put any weight on his right leg. It was just a thigh contusion, and he was moving around pretty well today. Salah said for him it'll be a couple of weeks. Same for Joe Tipman. Uh, he must have gotten hurt at some point in the first half because he didn't – we didn't specifically see him come out of the game. He's wearing a sleeve on his left leg today, but I saw him jogging back from the, from the locker room late in practice, moving just fine. Um, obviously, it's, it's never ideal for lo- for rookies to lose reps in training camp, but for both those guys, it could have been worse. They're, they'll both be seemingly available if if the Jets want to use them week one. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Andy, some Makai Becton news. Yeah, some big news for Makai Becton. Robert Sala said before the game that he was impressed with what he saw out of Becton against the Bucks, um, and that he'll be starting at right tackle in front of Rodgers on Saturday night against the Giants. So that tells us a couple of things. First of all, uh, the Jets believe in his ability to complete a game at this point because that's why he wasn't switching between right tackle and left tackle. Uh, because it, you know, he wasn't really yet at a point where he could legitimately compete for that job. Now he's not only competing for that job, but he's the front runner for that job because they're going to put him out in the field with Aaron Rodgers in a situation where the other team can hit him. So, um, you know, Makai Becton, uh, like two weeks ago, you could have made a fair case that that he would not be on the roster. They could trade him, or you know, if if he wasn't able to stay on the field throughout training camp that, that maybe they could even cut him. I, I never thought that would happen because of the salary implications, but you know, it was, it was legitimate concern. And, and now this guy is, is probably going to be the starter. If he can, you know, continue to put solid practices together, stay on the field and, and, and show what he can do at right tackle. I don't think, you know, the end of the road is here in terms of that. I think he's still got a lot to prove in terms of, you know, he was playing against third and fourth stringers the other night. He looked good, but he should have looked good. Uh, but he said he felt really comfortable playing a right tackle, and he's obviously changed his mindset about that after his comments earlier this year. And he's obviously impressed Aaron Rodgers, who had lunch with him 
if you saw Hard Knocks, you saw Rogers talking about lunch with them. They had that lunch on Monday at the team cafeteria. So uh, Rogers says he likes them, and and obviously uh, Becton wouldn't be in there if 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 Rogers didn't believe in him blocking for him. So all of that is a very promising sign for Makai Becton, and really um, a, a huge story for the Jets if they can get Makai Becton back and playing anywhere near the level he played at. At it during his rookie year, I mean, it would be just huge for an offensive line that has a lot of question marks and really unexpected that he's been able to do this. Going from playing no football in two years to starting at right tackle for this time NFL game on Saturday night and maybe a little over two weeks later doing it against the Bills. If things go well, I would say he's by far the favorite in that job now after Max Mitchell and uh, – so Billy Turner have not impressed her. Andy, both Mackay Becton and Aaron Rodgers spoke after practice, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But first, take us through what happened at practice today. You said it was more or less a glorified walkthrough with the Jets sort of preparing for what they're going to be dealing with against the Giants. What did you see today? Yeah, Robert Sala said that he switched up the practice schedule this week, made it later in the day, and kind of the way they're running practice to, to simulate the regular season. And you saw what you typically see on Wednesday during a regular season practice. Pretty light, no pads. Um, there was a lot of team drill stuff. I had Rodgers at 12 of 15 in terms of completions, but it was a lot of quick sets looking at, at looks that maybe they're, they're – I don't know if they're specifically scouting the Giants, but they're, they're going through, like, the cards and, the, and that sort of a process. So um, we saw a lot of Brees Hall, and he looked explosive. And like I said, he's, he's moving well side to side. Um, obviously, it helps that nobody can touch him but um, in, a, in a practice with no pads, but I, I think you got to like what you've seen from him. And Garrett Wilson continues to make nice plays. Uh, I, I, Tyler, uh, Jeremy Ruckert was, was heavily involved with the, with the group, including Rodgers today, so I thought that was interesting and bears watching moving forward. And, and Mekhi Becton, continues to look pretty strong at, at, at right tackle and all that is good. Like I said, no Dalvin Cook. Um, but but he was there at practice today. And other than that, yeah, it was a pretty pretty late day. I would expect them to be in pads tomorrow and go a little harder and things to be a little bit more interesting before another late day on Friday. But uh, we're getting close now, and, and next week training camp will be over and we won't be able to watch practice anymore. And I, you know, for the first time in a long time, part of me is going to miss that because it's it's very interesting watching Aaron Rodgers practice, but but also will enjoy having a little bit more time to do do work inside as well, uh, and and get into regular season mode because that means pretty soon the games will count. Before we get into Aaron Rodgers and Mackay Becton, let's talk about the head coach Robert Sala. What he have to say? Yeah, he talked about the decision to. Uh, get Rodgers in there and just basically said he didn't want the first time he's playing with the Jets and everything that comes with that uh, to come on, on that Monday night against the Bills. And I, you know, my, at first I was like, that doesn't make sense because Aaron Rodgers has seen and been through everything. But also, like, this is Aaron Rodgers' first time in a different uniform. I think he may have some, some sort of nerves and, you know, some sort of – excitement level that he probably hasn't experienced in a while. So when Rogers didn't say that specifically, and I didn't get to ask him about that today, 
Rogers press conferences are always, you know, hard to get a question in. And I, I will ask him about that between now and week one. But it was very interesting to hear him talk about how, you know, he wanted to, you know, experience, you know, maybe getting hit and, and, and you know, all the kind of energy and excitement that comes with with that possibility. So I think, you know, he's pretty honest and open with us. So I think that'll be interesting to see if, if he is, you know, going to be a little bit more amped up that Monday night. Um, solid made it sound kind of like he might play more than one series. I, I'll believe that when I see it. I think if they score on that first series, that'll be it. But I think it should be it. But we'll, we'll see how it goes. He obviously talked about Makai Becton and, and what he showed the other night. And he, he keeps harping on Becton's, um, you know, approach mentally and the positivity that, that really – I don't think Salah has ever seen in his three years here because two of those years have been such negative years for Mekhi Becton. So I, I thought that was also interesting. And, yeah, that's pretty much all Salah had to say. I mean, uh, besides going through a very lengthy injury update, um, the other thing I forgot to mention in the injury update is that Corey Davis still not with the team dealing with a personal issue. It's been, um, I think, a week now. You may have been here a week ago today, a week ago Tuesday. But um, – yeah, so that I mean, we're getting to the point where that bear is watching, uh, but but no further information on that. And yeah, that's pretty much all Robert Sala had to say today. How about Makai Becton? What he have to say? I'm sure he had some fun details about the lunch with Aaron Rodgers. Well, he yeah, he had some. You know, first of all, he said, you know, being around Rodgers is, is something that's still surreal to him. And and you got to remember, today Tuesday's practice was the first time that Becton had. Uh, scheduled reps protecting Rodgers. Last week during practice, while he was still over at left tackle, he slid in when there was an injury, when Max Mitchell left the, left practice briefly uh, after hurting his back and, and coming back, or I should say he grabbed his back. I don't know exactly what happened there because, you know, he never missed any time. So we never got an update. But, um, but yeah, that was, um, you know, the only reps he'd had with Rodgers. So he said, you know, being in there with him is surreal. It's still surreal. And um, I think he had some walkthrough reps when we weren't, when we're not around, but yeah, he said it's surreal. He's still starstruck. And, and he says that Rodgers has done a really good job of make, letting Becton know that, you know, he appreciates the hard work he's put in that he sees what he's been through. And, and Rodgers even talked about that. Uh, I'll talk about the other stuff he talked about, but he talked about how, he understands, like, he's been on injured reserve a couple times in his career, and he understands, like, how it, you feel like an outsider. Um, and so that that really resonated with, with Becton. And um, he Becton, one of the things he said is, is that he hopes the the lunch with Rodgers is going to be a reoccurring thing. And, and obviously, I think Becton is going to play a, a big role on this team, which is the plan this year will be. So that was interesting. I asked Becton about, you know, what Salah harped on his his positivity and he said that it was a focus of his coming into camp this year because he really you know hasn't had anything to feel positive about and he wanted to to focus on being excited about being on the football field again and remember remembering not to take it for granted because of everything he's been through in the last couple of years and obviously that that has played out for everyone to see so far during camp um and and he said he's he's very comfortable on the right side, even though Saturday was his first time in an NFL game doing it. Uh, he, he said, you know, he feels comfortable again. I, I think there's 
there's still some hurdles to, to climb here and, and, you know, it's going to be different. We won't see it against the giants because they're not scheduled to play their starters, but it's going to be different going up against, you know, top tier edge rushers when it starts on, on, you know, September 11th. So, you know, I wouldn't expect it to be a totally clean transition, but, um, you know, Becton is clearly has a much different attitude about right tackle than he had a year ago when he got hurt. And I, I think that's good for him. It's good for the Jets. And, and to hear Becton say, you know, a reporter started his press conference by almost congratulating him as if the, the job, you know, had already been won. And, and Becton said there's still more work to do. So I think everything you're seeing from Makai Becton right now would would be something I would be encouraged about if I was a Jet Got to be encouraged about Makai Becton having the right tackle job within his firm grasp. And as you said earlier, a big part of the reason for that is because of the trust that Aaron Rodgers has in him. If Aaron Rodgers didn't trust him to be his blocker at right tackle, this wouldn't even be a conversation. Aaron Rodgers spoke after practice as well. He talked about Becton and a bunch of other things. What do you have to say? Yeah, and actually I'm going to go back because we don't think we talked on the day that Rogers spoke last week, but I'm going to go back to something Rogers said last week, which ties in nicely to your point or the point we both made on Beckton. Rogers was saying last week about the offensive line, that if you're going to play with him, you have to be able to handle everything that comes with Aaron Rodgers. And and yeah, he clearly thinks Makai Beckton can handle it. And and like I said, he he said he clearly likes Makai Beckton. So that that's a positive, a positive thing for, for everybody. And he also pointed out that, He's a, he's a huge dude, which, which is also very true. He's a he's a very large human being, and if if you need more context, I took a photo today from a side angle of the podium, and it, it just makes the podium look tiny. So, um, or the lectern, or whatever, whatever it's called. So, yeah, that was uh, that was interesting from Rogers. He he talked about everything that went into his decision to play on Monday night, and he said it wasn't. I'm sorry, Saturday night. And he said it wasn't a long conversation with Salah. He said he thinks Salah might have been a little nervous that Rodgers was going to say he didn't want to play in the preseason, but Rodgers actually said that he was planning on going to, to Salah and asking to play anyway because, you know, he wanted to get in there and, like I said before, you know, have that possibility of getting hit and and, and everything that comes with playing in, in a real game and then also said it, it being beneficial – to you know the guys he's playing with as for everything all the moving parts on offense and on the offensive line Rodgers admitted uh, we have a lot of work to do in the next couple of weeks to get to get ready for the season I'm sure that also played into his decision to, to, to want to play in, in a preseason game and um, you know he said in the past that he's enjoyed playing in the preseason and that's also a reason why he wanted to get in there so again it's it's a it's a delicate balance because, you know, this, we've seen in the preseason, there's been some eventful things that have happened to the Jets that Jets fans probably would rather not revisit. So, you know, it's there's always a risk. So I, I thought that was interesting. Um, Rogers also, I, I asked about Brees Hall, and he, he gave a really long, interesting answer about, you know, like I said about the – Brees bringing kind of what Garrett brings, but he also said that that Brees has been, you know, some of the Jets have talked about being starstruck. Brees seems to have gone the other way 
and is talking a ton of trash to Rogers. He said he he, <laughs> he talks about um, you know what he wears, his facial hair choice. I don't know if he said facial hair choices, but the way he looks definitely has been made fun of. Uh, about his age has been made fun of. So he said he he tested Paul on one of his team drill reps last week, you know, to see if he give one over on him and to see you know how much he's paying attention. He said that that Hall picked up on it right away, knew exactly what everything Rogers was was hearkening back to, and uh, and answer and it passed the test. So he so in addition to praising his speed, he, he threw a couple of uh, underhanded shots in there. May have flown under the radar, but if you're really listening, you'll pick him up. He said, uh, you know, he, he compared him to Amon Green, you know, who played with the Packers all those years ago and for a long time with Rodgers. That he's he's one of those guys that like. He doesn't look like he's running that fast, but he's hitting 21 on the, on the GPS, and nobody really catches him once he gets past him. So he said that. He also uh, made a remark on the, on the com- comment, or uh, I'm sorry, made a, a comment on the size of of uh, Hall's backside and, and how that helps him as a runner uh, as well, which I'm sure Hall will, will find out about and, and get a kick out of. So um, obviously, Reese Hall is going to play a huge role in this offense this year, even if he's not getting the, the full complement of reps, especially early in the season, I think he'll still be the first back out on the field. Uh, and I think he's going to play a, a big part in the Jets offense. So it's good to see that, that him and Rogers are building chemistry. And then finally, another interesting thing that came up today out of the Rogers uh, availability was he was asked if he, with all the kind of hands-on stuff he's doing with this young Jets team, if he could ever see himself, you know, coaching once his playing career is done. And, and Rodgers gave a pretty definitive answer about that. He said, I've thought about it. And then he snapped his fingers and said, for about that long. <laughs> uh, pretty good answer. And then he, he went on to explain, like, that there's a reason a lot of players haven't gone on to make great coaches. And, uh, you know, we've seen it in other sports like basketball, and it's just – uh, you know why Michael Jordan couldn't couldn't be a coach? He expects so they, they expect everybody to be exactly like them, and maybe it's hard hard to relate. And and he also just said that he thinks like you know he could see himself maybe helping out like coaching friends' kids or stuff stuff like that. But that once he's done with football as kind of his job, that he thinks he's going to be done done. So I, I thought that was very interesting because the way he's been so hands on and almost like a personal quarterback coach to Zach Wilson, uh, obviously there would be no shortage of, of teams interested uh, in Rodgers as a coach, but but that's not something that he's going to do, and he's pretty definitive about it. So those were the things that stuck out in my mind from from what he said today. Also, he mentioned the field at MetLife Stadium and, and how they reworked it, and obviously this could be the first time in his career he's playing on a field that isn't grass. Um, through a nice little dig at the NFC North, they're saying I've had some success on, on grass before in Minnesota and Detroit, a lot of success, <laughs> but, but also mentioned how that's indoors, <laughs> but he said, you know, he liked the field of metal life. He also kind of admitted like, of course I'm going to like it. It's our home field. But, but so, so take this part of it with, you know, with a grain of salt, but, but he said it's one of the best, you know, turf surfaces he's ever seen. Um, you know, given that it's turf. So Rogers is a fan of the new, new field and said from his standpoint, he didn't see any of the injuries that happened on, on uh, 
on Saturday night being involved, like being about the field, being those non-contact turf injuries is just where kind of the injuries that come with football. So I thought that was interesting and, and kind of instructive uh, in terms of what Rodgers had to say about the field today. Andy Vasquez covering the Jets for NJ.com. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down what happened at training camp today, day number 19 at Florham Park with me. Really appreciate it. For those that want to check out everything you're doing right now at NJ.com, what's up and what's coming down the pike? Yeah, I'd encourage you to check out a story I wrote. Uh, it published on Monday about Rodgers and kind of that coach on the field and, and how he's, um, you know, raising the standard in in the locker room and and kind of in the building and it's not just the players it's, it's the coaching staff too uh, there's a cool little anecdote with from last week when we talked to um the position coaches including from uh keith carter the offensive line coach talking about how when one of the the new offensive linemen came in a couple weeks ago that they signed as an injury replacement he was asking about the cadences and he was like, uh, I don't even know like half this stuff. Cause Aaron hasn't told the, told me. So I gotta go, let me go check with him and get, get back to you. I mean, he's keeping everybody on, on, on their toes there. So uh, an interesting read. I'd encourage you to check out at NJ.com. Uh, we'll have, you know, obviously full coverage of everything that's going on at, at practice this week. Looking forward to the giants game. Um, I'm still working on a story about Alan Lazard that, that I think is going to interest fans. And um, obviously we'll, we'll, continue to watch hard knocks so you don't have to and, and you'll get a full detailed update on nj.com on that on, on wednesday mornings for the next three weeks as uh that winds down so yeah a lot coming up between now and the regular season and looking forward to uh covering more and more meaningful stuff as we get closer make sure you check out everything andy's doing over at nj.com follow him on social media and check out everything we're doing over at playlikeajet.com and the play like a jet youtube channel very timely that we've got a video up right now of makai becton kicking butt in the preseason game against the tampa bay bucks on our youtube channel looks like he's on track to potentially start week one against the buffalo bills watch what he did in all 22 form on our youtube channel youtube.com slash play like a jet visit our store tpublic.com that's tepublic.com we've got the john franklin myers quinn williams bless you thank you shirt the play like a jet logo shirt caps mugs hoodies it's all there tpublic.com that's tepublic.com and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on itunes if you haven't done that already easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing doesn't take you much time doesn't cost you any money but it goes a long way to help us out so if you could go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest in new york jets podcasts and content you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. 
and all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.